it's Emily Williams here, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 113, how to become the one for yourself and transform your life with Zaina Marouche. So Zaina is an incredible coach for women who are moving through the pain of a breakup. She teaches women everywhere how to become the one for themselves instead of searching for the one to fulfill them. She's someone who has an incredible story, and we've been working with Zaina for about four years, so I've seen firsthand the transformation that she's created in her own life and business. I think you're going to be really inspired once you hear everything she has to say about standing up, speaking up, and just being true to yourself. She's been on a powerful journey of self-love for the past few years. And so what she teaches her clients about loving themselves means that not only are they happier, but they actually do start to attract love into their life, joy, opportunities, money, literally everything that they're craving, all from the work that starts within. So let's go ahead and dive in and get inspired. I want to invite you to our brand new I Heart My Life Signature Challenge. This is happening live July 6th through 10th, and we want you to be there. We want to support you in creating a life that's better than your dreams. And our ultimate goal is to leave you saying that you don't even recognize your own life. We want you to be able to say those words at the end of the five days together. So go to iheartmylife.com slash challenge, register for the challenge, claim your bonuses, and dive into our Facebook group and be prepared prepared to be blown away by what we help you create. We are all about you getting in alignment with your desires and figuring out what's stopping you from creating a life better than your dreams. Everything you want is truly possible for you and much, much more is available for you than you even know. So let's go ahead and create it together during this live challenge. Go to iheartmylife.com slash challenge and we'll see you there. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Zaina. I'm so excited to have this time with you and hear your story again and share all of your wisdom with our audience. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So you signed up for our programs back in 2017, I believe. And I know that that story in itself is really powerful. So can you take us back to that moment when you decided to pull the trigger, so to speak? Yes, yes. I, you know, I had been getting your emails for a little bit, but I had other things going on in my life. And as soon as I got rid of all that drama, (laughs) I started to pay attention. And I saw an email from you saying that on Saturday, you're going to be doing I Heart My Life, um, or not, excuse me, not I Heart My Life, but the I Heart Money webinar. And so I just knew right then and there, I had to be a part of it. So I watched live as I was out running and, um, once I got back in my car to drive back to my house, you got to the point where you were inviting us to join I Heart Money. And I knew that it was something that I needed. I felt scared, but I knew that I needed this. And so I pulled out my card when we were at a, when I was at a red light <laughs> and uh, I purchased I Heart Money. And then once I got home, I saw that I had another email from you. And now it was inviting me to pre-register uh, for iHeart Coaching. And I saw it and I knew that I wanted to do that. I had no idea what it was, but I just had that faith that this is something that I need. And so I immediately left my house and I went to the bank and I transferred around um, a little bit of money to make sure that I could do this. And then I purchased it that day because I just, I knew that I needed iHeart money and iHeart coaching and I just trusted you. 
I love that. And so that sounds like such a leap of faith. And I know there's a lot of people who wish that they could do the same thing. They wish that they had that level of gumption or conviction that this was the right next step for them. So I'm curious to know where you found that courage, if you were raised to think that way or how you sort of generated that way of doing life and following your heart. Um, you know, I did not grow up with that kind of faith to just follow your heart. Like it was a very um, structured and safe household, which is fine, but I don't know where I got my faith from. And I remember if you, you back up to 2010, I knew that I wanted to leave home. And when I say home, I'm from a very small hometown um, up in Northern California. And I bought a one-way ticket from San Francisco to Ireland. And then I just moved west to east until I eventually hit Beirut, Lebanon, which is where my family's originally from. And everyone was asking me, what is that about? And my answer was, I'm searching for something. I don't know what it is, but I know, I know, I know that when I come across it, I'm going to recognize that this is the thing that I'm searching for. So I spent about four and a half months traveling and living abroad, and I never found what it was that I was searching for. So I ended up getting really, really sick, and I came back home. And as soon as I got back home, I had a girlfriend that was living in San Diego, and she said, you should move to San Diego. And I said, okay. And so I threw everything in my car, and which wasn't that much, and I got to San Diego. And it's about an eight-hour drive, too. So California is pretty big, grew up in North, and now here I am in the South. So that in and of itself was a huge leap of faith. But it's just where I was being called to. And about a year later, um, my best friend's grandmother, who raised him, passed away. And I went back home for the funeral, and he was practicing his eulogy that he was going to say. And he said that my grandmother taught me this. My grandmother taught me that, and my grandmother taught me how to love myself. And really, that's the only thing I remember from it because it was so powerful. And I just remember my heart dropping and realizing, oh my goodness, this is the thing that I was searching for, that thing that I was going to recognize once I found it, like this is it. I didn't know that I, like, I could love myself. I thought other people were supposed to love you. I didn't know that I could give it to myself. And so from there, I went on this self-love discovery, self-love journey. I found someone in San Diego that I could see and I saw her, you know, just learning how to just speak up for myself and choose myself because I was in relation, bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship. And I was so exhausted and tired of it. And I was finding myself in that situation because I wasn't choosing myself. And so I'm so grateful that I initially started on that journey of trying to find whatever it was that I was searching for because I learned that, okay, you can search. And just because you went someplace and didn't find it doesn't mean that you aren't going to find it. It just means that the universe said you need to get sick so you can go home <laughs> and you can find what it is that you're searching for there. And so as I'm talking to my self-love coach, you know, I saw her for many years and I kept telling her, I know that I'm meant for something more. I know that I'm meant for something more. And so I had the faith that I was going to figure it out just like 
the way I had the faith that I was going to find whatever it was that I was searching for. So I know that sometimes it doesn't happen overnight, but I had developed that trust and developed the faith that I will get what I ask for. And so when I signed up for the program, I just knew that's to to answer your question. Like it was following that faith that, you know what, I've asked and now I'm receiving and I'm going to trust that this is what I asked for. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And just to touch on a a few things there. So I think it's really powerful when um, I listen to you speaking about this element of self-love, because I don't think we're actually taught how to do that. We're taught about loving others, about loving our parents, about loving our family, friends, loving boyfriends, girlfriends. And then it's like we come last and we're not actually taught how to generate that love when it's not there. And so I think that it's a journey that everyone needs to go on at some point in their lives. And like you said, through that journey, it really opened your eyes to the world of coaching, coaching, you know, directly and yet indirectly, because you didn't know that was one of the things you were going to learn about. Um, and it also opened your eyes to possibility and, and probably reinforced the fact that you knew you were meant for something big. And when we start to love ourselves and we acknowledge those desires, it really does open our eyes because we're no longer in denial about what we're meant for. And we're actually Um, looking at life through a different set of lenses and seeing what's possible for us instead of just settling for whatever it was that we were handed or whatever it was we were taught was the path that we were supposed to go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to add on that, it's like, I believe the only time they ever tell you to put yourself first is on an airplane when you need to put on your mask. But outside of that airplane, like you're taught that everyone else comes first. Totally. And so I know throughout your coaching journey, you've had a lot of exploration and you've been trying to, um, you know, there were a few years where you were figuring out who it was that you wanted to work with. So can you talk a little bit about that for all the people listening who they might feel the same way as you, they know they're meant for something big and maybe it is coaching, maybe it is entrepreneurship, but they haven't yet hit the nail on the head. Can you talk about your process to clarity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it took me a little bit longer than what I would have liked, but I respect <laughs> the journey. It's okay. Um, there's a purpose, and that's, you know, I believe that there's a purpose for everything, so I'm not going to make it wrong. But I initially started out as relationship and dating because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do because that was my background. That's what I saw my own coach for was, you know, to, to be chosen. And I had a lot of experience that's what I thought I had to do. I didn't know that I could give myself permission to do anything else. And I didn't know what else I could do, even if I had given myself that permission. And so I built my website, sent out the emails consistently, and I'm realizing that I really don't care about helping someone find their their person. I care more about helping you become the one Because when you become the one, then everything falls into place for you. You don't even need a dating coach at that point. So you, it was working with you that you had really discovered that about me though, when you were listening to me talk about my story and if I were to stand on a stage, what is it that I could speak about? And you gave me permission to consider empowerment coaching And I didn't know that I could do that. And so I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. That's really where I do want to focus on. And so now that I know that I want to focus on empowerment, who is my ideal client? And I didn't know, like, do I want to work with entrepreneurs? Do I want to work with women in um, 
what is it, in careers? Like, who is that ideal client? And so I felt like I was pretty much speaking to no one <laughs> after I pivoted. And I'm sending out emails. And even now, I look back at some of my old emails once I did transition, and I can see how my audience might have been confused because I don't even know what results I was going to give them. And then I had a really close girlfriend go through a breakup. And as she was going through the breakup and I was helping her, I realized that this is what I want to do. I really want to help women heal and move through breakups. And I can't believe I never thought of that because this really, I mean, I went through this myself. My ex-boyfriend who I had been in a long-term relationship with broke up with me out of the blue. I knew I needed to break up with him, but I never thought that he would be the one that broke up with me. And he did out of the blue and got married 20 days later. And it broke my heart. I found out on day 21 on accident. (laughs) How did he even find this person? Had he been seeing her while dating you? He, you know, I am very intuitive And two weeks before he broke up with me, uh, he came home from work and I knew something was off. And I looked at him and I said, it looks like you just got back from a date. Even you're smiling like you got back from a date. And he told me I was crazy. But he met her Wednesday before that date at pool league, you know, like shooting pool, not like pool. And uh, they went on a date on Sunday and he broke up with me two weeks later and they got married 20 days after we broke up. Wow. So I wonder if they're still together, sidebar. (laughs) Uh, No, she annulled it five months later. It was, yeah, crazy drama. But, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I knew I needed to break up with him and I didn't. And so I kind of... I don't know. I mean, that that's a huge part of my story too, but I was so heartbroken and I didn't know how to move through that pain. So I went back to the same coach that I had been seeing prior to getting with him. And I just, she was so wonderful. She held the space for me, but there was nothing out there that was really tailored to moving you through the pain of a breakup and just the betrayal that you experience. And, you know, if I didn't do the work, I knew that the work to heal, I knew that I was going to carry all those stories of I wasn't good enough. um, She's better than me. All of those stories that your mind likes to create. And I was going to create a new paradigm of not being enough. And I've already learned how to shatter my old paradigm and I'm not about to create a new one. And I knew I needed to heal to dismantle all of those beliefs And so just really seeing someone and having her hold the space while I did my own work. And that's what I want to do is create something for women going through this to help them, which is what I wish I had. Love that. And I know part of your methodology is about you um, allowing women or, or teaching women how to stand up for themselves. So can you talk a little bit about speaking up and why that's so powerful and how you learned that? Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, again, I was the queen of bad relationships (laughs) in the past. And what happened was when I was seeing my coach, she kept telling me that you need to speak up. Like everything that is happening is happening because you're not speaking up. No one knows what it is that you want. No one is going to read your mind and you just need to learn how to express yourself. So I'm seeing this guy and probably nine months in after nine months of crying and complaining to my coach, (laughs) I finally got the courage to speak up. 
And it was at the end of the date, we were sitting in his car and I let him know what I was thinking and how I was feeling about everything going on in the relationship. And I was expecting him to not even listen or even, I know this sounds crazy, but I thought he'd even kick me out of my car, of his car. <laughs> I just didn't think he was going to listen. And so it took me by surprise for the fact that he listened to every single thing that I said and he started to cry and say that no one has ever told me this before. You're the first person to tell me this and actually hold me accountable. And in that moment, I realized that there's two types of people in this world. There's the person who's going to continue to do what they're doing because they know that they can. They know that you're not going to speak up and it's all energetics. They're going to feel it. They're going to know you're going to do nothing. Or the person who's going to do what they're doing because no one has told them otherwise. And so you get the lucky job of showing up as a teacher for this person and just sharing where your heart is and what it is that you want and that this is unacceptable. And how they respond is none of your business. Your business is to express yourself. And if they don't respond, then now at least you know the answer and you can walk away. And that's one of my teachings as well is ask the questions that you don't want the answers to. Because the most empowering thing that you can do is have those answers no matter how afraid you are of them because at least you can move forward with that information rather than creating assumptions in the moment. I think that's so powerful. And speaking up is such a, a huge lesson that I've learned as well over the past few years in terms of running a business. And so I think whether it's a relationship, a romantic relationship, or even a relationship between team members or a relationship between uh, of client and coach, that, that piece around honesty and sharing your truth and also not being attached to how the other person responds because you can't actually um, predict that and you can't control it. That's one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn. And I think so many of us shy away from tough conversations and we worry about hurting feelings. We worry about whether we're going to be misunderstood. Is the relationship actually going to continue? All of the, the what ifs come up. But what I've ultimately realized if it is if I'm not in my truth and I'm not being honest, then there's lots of core issues with the relationship um, already because there isn't that that line of honesty and truth that's uh, a core component of it. And so I think it's so important that we learn that as soon as possible and we really strengthen those muscles and we create um, that open dialogue. And then the other person, they're the one that is going to decide how they're going to actually respond. Are they going to transform? Are they going to be open? Are they going to allow you to actually be the teacher? Um, is it going to deepen the relationship or are they going to take it personally and retaliate or, you know, break up or whatever it is, but that's ultimately out of our control. Exactly. Yeah. And then another one of my teachings too, is making sure that you're always valuing yourself more than the opportunity and the opportunity can be a person or a relationship, um, a job, anything, right? Where you're just, you need to make sure that you're putting yourself first and no matter what it is that you're going to lose, um, just knowing that you would much rather lose that than yourself because push come to shove. That's what it is. You're, you're, when you value your, an opportunity more than yourself, you lose yourself in that process. And I've gotten to the place where I would rather lose the opportunity than lose myself. I would rather have that uncomfortable conversation than put my head down on my pillow and think, gosh, I wish I said something different. And so like, I love 
you know, empowering women to have those uncomfortable conversations because change, freedom is through that, the uncomfortable conversations. And I know that you've done a lot of things to stretch yourself as well. Obviously, you spent that time working with the self-love coach, but I truly believe that entrepreneurship is also one of our greatest teachers and coaches. And so along your journey, I've, I've witnessed firsthand, you know, things like you traveling to London for iHeart Coaching graduation. You came to our live event in San Diego in January. You've been a part of our virtual workshops. We've worked together privately. You've done the mastermind. So can you talk to people about some of your own personal transformations through entrepreneurship, whether it's money blocks or confidence, what have you actually had to work through and and learn? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing that for me personally, at the time that we're recording this, the past month has been the most successful month that I've ever had. (laughs) And the reason is, is because I realized that, you know, when I'm talking about relationships, it also overflows into every aspect of your life. And so just for example, it's like I was showing up with potential clients, wanting them to choose me the way that I wanted men to choose me in the past. And when I thought about it, I thought, you know, like I would never show up at a date like that. Like I'm so in my power when it comes to dating and men that like I'm okay with walking away from situations. And I need to be that like that with clients because that's what they need. I can't be showing up needing them to choose me, needing them to like me. I need to show up knowing that I'm the one. And if they don't want this, then they're either going to come back when they're ready or they're going to find someone else more suited for them or this just isn't the work for them. But you need to trust rather than lower your, um, or not lower, but change your boundaries in order to get the client. Like you need to, when you show up in your power, people respect you and they feel it energetically when you're not showing up like that. And when you change things around in order to fit them because you want the client so bad. Does that make sense? (laughs) Totally. So needy energy, energy, people can feel that whether it's a sales call or it's a date, like you said. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you just need to show up that the woman, like the woman that you are in your power, um, knowing that this person is right for me or this person isn't right for me. And yes, it's your job to have that difficult conversation with them about money if that's the thing that comes up, but also being detached from that in the same way I'm detached from other things in my life. Love it. And let's talk about money specifically, because I know that you obviously joined our I Heart Money program. There have been other things you've been a part of that have dealt with money mindset. What were some of your own money blocks that you had to move through? Gosh, <laughs> had so many. Um, one of the recent ones that I've discovered, and this is really, there's actually two that have um, been uncovered recently, which is so funny because I did this back in 2017. And it's like years later, this is finally coming up. But one was that I had a story that I was always second best. And I can sit here and argue for that story too. <laughs> I'm not going to, I've detached yeah. from that story. But but I was so attached to it and all the times that I came in second place. And so I realized that my sister-in-law, who I'm very, very close with, we grew up together because her and my brother got together very young. Um, she was already super successful and she was already making over six figures. And there's a piece of me that wasn't realizing this, but I stopped myself from going 
even farther because she already had first place in my eyes and I was comfortable there in second place. And so once I had that realization, it was really powerful. And I remember even recently talking to her about that. Um, Not that there was any blame, but just like sharing with her that this is what came up. And she was just so heartbroken that I even thought like that because that's never something that she was raised with to be the best or anything like that, but to just be the best for herself. And so it was just a really beautiful conversation to have with her too. Uh, The other thing is that, uh, you know, again, being the queen of uh, bad relationships in the past, there was a time where I was with an ex-boyfriend and, you know, he pressured me to spend money that I didn't want to spend and I didn't know how to choose myself. So the answer was always yes, because I was afraid that if I said no, I was going to lose him. And even as I say this, like it feels so, I'm so far removed from that situation, but I'm very grateful for the relationship and what it taught me. But ultimately it got me to a place where he lied about paying rent and got us evicted. And I slept in my car for two months because of that. And I fully take full responsibility of that. Again, I chose him over myself in that moment. But in that moment, when you're in your car, it's fight or flight. And what I never realized was I never actually healed from that. Because from that in fight or flight, like I got myself out of that situation so fast and I built myself back up. And then the next thing you know, he's breaking up with me. And now I'm dealing with that, which... (laughs) Wow. You know, it's like, I I feel so silly saying all of this, but at the same time, like this is the story that it is and it taught me so much. So now I'm doing the work to heal from the breakup and I never went back to heal from what happened between me and him financially. And that only recently within the past month came up and I was blown away that I still had trauma around that. And once I acknowledged that I never dealt with it and just did some work around that, again, clients came in. Like huge transformations have happened. And again, those two realizations are only something that took place in this past month. And it's just, it's like, I can't even put it into words how amazing the universe is when you move those things that are blocking you. Like I could cry because I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude. Yeah, I feel that emotion from you. That's amazing. And it's really a testament to you being willing to do the work as well, because I think so many people are so closed off and they think, oh, you know, I already did the money work. I don't need to do it again, or I don't need to stay open, or I don't need to look at that that thing that's surfacing. And it's so important that we always have awareness and that we're clear around what are these blocks coming up? What is this fear? What is this trauma? Where can I continue to go to the next level? What can I look at? How can I have a different perspective? And just stay in that curiosity instead of judgment so that we can move through it. And I always like to think about this the process of attracting clients as, you know, you want to make sure your energy is as clean as possible. And that means around your pricing. It means around your mind mindset. It means not having needy energy. It means being clear about what it is that you're offering and being confident. And so that's what we're doing. We're like cleansing, we're, we're purging, so to speak, and clearing away any of that energy that's blocking us from what we want. Yes, yes. And then even just to add on that real quickly is that, you know, I've invested in my own uh, one-on-one coach and I was showing up where I felt like I don't have any clients, I don't have any money, and just 
I mean, I don't even remember what was going on because I was so uh, emotional, but it's kind of like I was detached (laughs) because of all of that emotion. And I remember her looking at me because I was saying that this is the exact same situation that happened with my boyfriend years ago. And because I've invested so much in my business and I've gotten myself to the exact same situation with him that, that I got myself into when I was with him. And she looked at me and she was so confused. Like, I don't understand how it's the same situation. And when you really break it down, like in that moment with my ex-boyfriend, I was choosing him over myself. I was choosing to listen to him over myself and I expected him to save me. And without her help in realizing that I'm showing up like that right now, expecting my clients to save me the way that I expected my ex to save me years ago, like I'm making it the same situation, but it's not because now I am choosing myself. Now I know that I have the power to make a change on my own terms. I have the power to save myself. And if it wasn't for someone seeing that blind spot, I would have self-sabotaged and put myself in the same situation that isn't truly the same situation that it was years ago. And so I'm very like, just like that moment in time, it was just very, very poignant. And um, I guess you can say powerful to my story and getting me out of the situation that I felt like I was getting into and everything shifted for me. And so now even like when I send out an email, before I talk to a client, before I make a post, every single time I just bless my post and say, I am here to help you. I want this to come from a place of like, I just know that this work is so powerful. I've lived it. I've experienced it. And I want to help you. And just by putting that energy out there, again, it just comes down to being indescribable of the way that things have shifted in my life so quickly, financially, and for my business. Mm, That's so beautiful. I love that practice. So for people listening, I know that there's a lot coming up in the I Heart My Life space. We have workshops, we have challenges, we have our big live event. I know in particular, you came to the event in January. And I'm just curious to know if you can share any of the breakthroughs that you had in that sort of container, in that experience with those people listening. Yes. Oh my gosh. If you have the opportunity, say yes. The only time that something bad happens to you is when you say no (laughs) to yourself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but in any case, yeah. So I did show up and, you know, at this point in my life, like I said, I've realized the power of intention. I've realized the power of asking and knowing that you're going to receive. So I truly do believe that I'm going to receive. And I showed up knowing that hmm, something is blocking me. So whatever it is that is blocking me, I just want to be very clear on that. And so it was on day two. I remember when I was driving home, it was here in San Diego. So, you know, driving home and I had the awareness that I was so afraid of disappointing clients. And it all goes back to, you know, childhood where I was afraid of telling my parents something specific because I thought it would disappoint them. And it took me 20 years to finally tell them, (laughs) but I didn't know how to tell them as a child. And I just carried it with me that I'm going to disappoint. I am going to disappoint. I am going to disappoint. And I was showing up in that same energy around my clients as well. I'm afraid of disappointing you. And so again, having that breakthrough 
getting aware, get, just having the awareness removes it. Like, I don't know, I, I don't know how to describe it. Again, going back to just being so powerful. Yeah, totally. I think people want a step-by-step process, but it really is having that awareness and just recognizing, oh, okay, that's what's going on and recognizing that it's no longer the truth and that you're choosing to think differently and take different action or detach, however you want to phrase it. And there is so much power in the awareness. And what I'm getting from our conversation, Zaina, is you know, we haven't really talked much about business strategy from your perspective. <laughs> Within your story, I'm seeing, uh, once again, obviously, I know this, I teach this, but once again, that that mindset is really the foundation that everything else needs to be built upon in order to create that success, in order to go to the next level, in order to have that clean energy. Would you agree? A hundred percent. Like the, just the ability to choose yourself, the ability to speak up, the ability to have difficult conversations. Like this is like the ability to just believe in yourself, the ability to choose yourself. Like this is the foundation for which your business is going to be built upon. And if you don't have that foundation, then it's like getting the horse before the carriage. Totally. And so what are you excited about coming up in your business and in your life, Sana? Yeah. So I'm getting ready to release a course and I'm so excited. This one being called The One and I've developed the heart method to moving through and beyond the pain. So you find the closure that you need within yourself and you just get over him for good. Um, And it goes through uh, honoring yourself, ending all engagement with him, assessing and accepting responsibility that you played within the the role that you played in the relationship um, recognizing unhealthy patterns and just taking back your power and knowing that you have the power to make a change on your own terms. And so I'm just so excited for the amazing clients that I have now, uh, the course, um, I'm going to be doing a boundary workshop up ahead as well. I just like, it's just, it's unlimited, (laughs) you know, the potential out there and, um, what I'm doing, it's just like, I I mean, again, I can't even put it into words because like the excitement and the emotion takes over, Yeah, (laughs) but it's just like, there's so much ahead and I'm so excited and I'm so grateful. I feel that. And I feel like you're totally in your zone of genius now and just doing that thing that you were meant to do in that unique way. And like you said, serving people in the way in which you would have loved to have been served years ago. So I'm just thrilled for you. Thank you. Thank you. And one final question before we wrap things up, the question we always ask our guests here at the I Heart My Life show, what is one way that our listeners can create a life that's better than their dreams? Speak up, (laughs) speak up for yourself, speak up for your needs and um, know what boundaries feel good for you and know that there's two parts to it, setting it and maintaining it. Because if you don't maintain the boundary, it's not even worth setting. Mm, Beautiful. And where can people find you online, Zaina? You can find me at my website, ignitethatlight.com or on Instagram, which I'm very active there, Zaina underscore Marouche. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. And I'm just thrilled to see you transform, even thinking about the woman I met in London seven uh, in 2017, you know, three years ago, you seem like a completely different person and you are in many ways. And I'm just excited that you found this niche and you're serving clients in a way that feels so aligned for you. And, and I know it's just the start. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for you, Emily. Thank you for everything. And just, um, just thank you for believing me and being a part of this journey with me.
My pleasure. Talk to you soon. Thanks. I hope you loved today's episode. If you know someone who needs it, go ahead and forward it their way. And definitely leave a comment for us or share a review on iTunes. We read all of them and would so appreciate your feedback. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.